Reflecting on the water As the sun shuts her eyes Don't know why you'll uncover Watch the tide rolling With the moonlight Everything is silent On this wheezy piano You are listening to Missing Magnolia, Scarlett and Michelle here. We are here to discuss the case of Tabitha Queen, a 29-year-old mother of three who was abducted from her home in May of 2021 from Bastrop, Louisiana. Here with us today, we have Tabitha's mother, Mary Lunford. Mary, thank you so much for being here and welcome to the show. Thank you. So to backpedal a little bit, Tabitha spoke with Mary, her mother, on Mother's Day, and she was last seen by her kids on May 10th and was reported missing from May 11th. There was a suspicious person as having taken her vehicle and left it in an unmarked area. The video surveillance was by a gas station. This person, this unidentified male who was seen driving her vehicle after she had disappeared, has been identified by the FBI, but this information has not been released to the public. An organized search was held in June. I believe a gun was found in three trash cans. It's now been over eight months. The case has gone cold. The Bastrop police has Mm -hmm. been less than helpful. I'm sure Mary has her own opinions that she can share, but this case has not gotten nearly enough media attention. There's a missing mother of three. Mary's life has been completely uprooted by this. She's had to relocate back to Louisiana. She's got three babies with her. On top of that, her daughter is missing. Yes, and I was hospitalized three times, like to been died due to stress the first time. Then I came back to the hospital, my dad died. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. This is prolonged grief and a whole lot of loss in a time with so much uncertainty. What keeps you going every day? How do you cope with something like this? It's hard. And I try to stay focused for the kids, but it's really hard for me. We was close. She called me every day. Can you tell us a little bit about Tabitha? What was her personality like? What kind of things did she she love? She was a good person. She loved to travel. She was a good mother. She loved her kids. She loved her family. She was an upgoing person. She was a happy person. When did y'all realize that, okay, something is wrong? I realized something was wrong when she called me on Mother's Day. She was like, hi, mom. I said, hi, I heard two men in the background. I said, what's going on? I said, who is that in the background? Sound like the men was arguing. So I said, what's going on? She said, mom, I got to go. She said, happy Mother's Day. I said, same to you. I said, where you going? I said, talk to me. And she said, mom, I got to go. And I said, let me call this phone back. After five minutes, I called back. And no answer. It just, her phone just rung, 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 rung. So after that, when I kept calling for three days, it rang, go to voicemail. So it stopped ringing and went to voicemail, and it completely was off. So I said, something going on here, and I told my sister. And she said, call the police department. So I texted her. I said, I'm going to call the police, little girl. If you don't answer this phone, when I say that, she'll call me back. Man, don't call the police. I'm right here. After she didn't respond to that text, I knew something was wrong. And I called down and I told them, I said, look, I said, my daughter is missing. 
They said, how do you know she's missing? I said, I know she's missing. I said, she's not answering her phone. Next thing I know, her friend girl called me and said that she had the kids. The kids had been in the house three days by themselves with nothing to eat. So I said, what you mean? So I got on the road. I made it there. It was an eight-hour drive. I made it there fast. When I got there, I asked the kids, I said, what's going on? They said, well, no, two boys were using my mom's car, and somebody, one of them called my mama down the street and said that one of them brought the car back and it was blood in the back. She asked, what was that smell? And said that the boys told her, I ain't what you talking about smell. Well, you can't use my car no more. So the boys told her, I'm going to kill you, B. And said that somebody called her down the street and said, well, she went down the street, said that she spoke with the kids, said she spoke and went to the store to get something to eat for them. She never made it back. And I asked the oldest daughter, which was 10, I said, why you didn't go to the neighbor house? She said she was scared. She finally came out the house in three days and went to the neighbor house and told the neighbors, my mom hadn't came home yet. Can you call somebody? The neighbor called me on the phone. And I said, well, keep them there till I get there. Adults don't right, know what to do when someone goes missing. Surely kids don't. Right. A one-year-old at the time... A four-year-old at the time and a 10-year-old child left in the house by themselves. And then when we got there, they kept screwing out the light bulbs up in the house while we was in the house. Every time we leave, we come back, the lights off. They were stalking us. We came back. They stole all the kids' clothes. They stole all her clothes. Left her shoes on the bed. That When we came back in town, I was back and forth. I was getting sick then and didn't know it. Left her when we came back out of town and came there. All of Jordan, she didn't wear number Jordans. All of Jordans was on the bed with one bra. So people were in the house while y'all weren't home. Yes. Do y'all think this is the same people that were involved in her disappearance? I believe so. When we first got there, the kids was playing in the yard. My brother, my sister, all of us was in the yard. I was in the car and the kids was playing and the man told Alice, you looking for your mom? And she said, yes. She said, hurry up before she ended up dead. Oh my God. Yes. And, and peeled off. And we don't even know that man. I don't know how he looked at because I was in the car when it happened. What are the police doing? Are they getting y'all information, the police, the sketches? The police is not doing jack nothing up there. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to be honest. I asked them, I said, do y'all have kids? Yes, we do. Do y'all care? At first, they did care. It's hard on me and my family dealing with this every day. My mom getting sick now. I felt myself getting sick again last night, but I had to pull myself back. I was like, "You come on, Mary, you got these kids. The weight of the you know, world. It's, it's, yes, this has been really hard for us. When you went to law enforcement originally, did they open a missing persons case right away? No, they didn't. We was at the police station every day, all day for like four months. Months? Four months. And they just not released the videos after six months. She's not in Amos. She's not on the nationwide missing person report or nothing. She would have never left these kids in the house by themselves. I'm, I can tell you that. Yeah, I mean, a long history of a good mom usually doesn't just yeah. abandon all three of her children. Then I'm getting calls. I got a call the other day saying that my daughter here is supposed to be got cut off and... All these, it's been a lot. So Man, you're getting information and tips, it sounds like. I told law enforcement what they called and told me. And he was like, that's probably just rumors. You don't, don't listen to that, that's probably just rumors. 
I don't care if it is Roman or whatever it's supposed to be. Go get that person and question that person. So they didn't take that report? No, no. I'm, I'm so sorry. They not doing nothing. Then they tell me that the case is still open. It's not closed. Seems like to me it's closed. Have the children all been interviewed by police? Yes, the oldest daughter have. The two little ones was too little to do little. it. I'm really sorry. I'm a little bit overwhelmed. Yeah. I was the only one that was able to talk and tell. I talked to her, and she was like, Grandmama, we were scared. She said, two beers kept coming back to the door. Said, open the door. I know y'all in there. Oh, God. Yeah, so what they were doing, coming back to get the kids? Who knows? Yeah. Did they do a forensic interview with a specialist <laughs> to talk to the child? No. The police didn't even search her house. So no evidence to point to that Nothing. Tabitha left Nothing. on her own accord. And even from the press, the guy that was driving the car possibly wore gloves because they weren't able to lift any fingerprints, correct? But when they got out of the car, they didn't have no mask or gloves. Wow, it sounds like a lot of forensic evidence has been missed. Right. It's just due to time right. now. Even if a proper investigation is started today, right. there's been a loss of evidence. There's been a, a whole lot of loss of evidence. It's going to be seven months on the 10th since my, my daughter been missing. It's been hard for being these kids. Are you doing this all alone, Mary? Is it just you? No, it's me, my husband, my family. Everybody calling me through Facebook, the media, trying to help. Good. I'm glad you got some support. But it seems like the biggest roadblock is law enforcement's unwillingness to take this case seriously. Yes, that's what it seemed like to me. When I told law enforcement, I said, look, I said, y'all need to check the wooded areas and all this stuff. People go missing all the time. People just run off. You wouldn't believe what they do. I said, what? I said, she going to run off and leave her three babies in the house and run off with a man? I said, my daughter would never do that. And that's an incorrect statement. Yes, people go missing yeah. all the time, but 99% yes. of the oh. time they return really quickly. They do not right. stay missing. It's been terrible for us. Are y'all getting support from any organizations, any missing persons no. organizations? No, ma'am. I got one African now. She told me that she was sending uh, Christmas to the house for the kids and the family. I think it was African for the missing. I'm going to send you some contacts after this interview, too, because there are a couple of local organizations that I think could help give you a little bit of guidance on how to handle something mm -hmm. as tragic as this. What do you think next step should be? I think the FBI and the state police need to come on in and do an investigation and everybody they put in for a question and they need to pull them back in because I know they know something. So it sounds like some people have been questioned, maybe not thoroughly, or maybe not all of the potential witnesses or people who might have information. Right. From my understanding, <laughs> the FBI only comes in if that if local police jurisdiction, jurisdiction wants them to come in. Right. And we was on the news talking to the police and we asked them to let the FBI handle this case. And they said, well, we're not stopping the FBI. If they want to come in, they could come in. I went to the FBI, and they was like, they hadn't asked us to come in. It's a lot of lies with that police department. I even asked the mayor that called the police in. She told me to write a letter and send it to her, asking the FBI to come in. Why do I have to write a letter when my daughter been missing for six going on seven months?
Do you get the feeling that the community has been canvassed, that police have a physical presence there? Are they interviewing everybody? Has that happened? Like the grocery stores, any potential homes that might have no. surveillance footage? They got footage of her in the grocery store, but their store also had a camera on the outside. Where's that footage? Mm-hmm. They just got her walking in the store getting supper for the kids the day before Mother's Day. Where the footage of her getting out of their store? How big of a community is Bastrop? It's small, really small. Probably about 5,000, 4,000 people. We've seen in the past smaller police agencies, they don't have the resources and they're not well trained. I don't think they like four or five police officers one detective. Yeah. I don't even think it's that many. Wow. So we've got a really small agency that definitely doesn't have the resources or the manpower right. for what is needed for an investigation right. like this. Mary, you mentioned pre-show that you'd wanted to conduct another search with the dogs and you were told that you wouldn't be allowed yeah. to bring in dogs? And then they, he told me, uh, the detective that Mr. Reed told me that they could come in and then all of a sudden they went down here. Some of them ain't got nowhere to search. I was like, really? Sounds like a lack of organization, definitely. It's what it sounds like to me. How do you feel that the media has been? How has that interaction with the media for this case? Have y'all been getting a lot of attention locally? We've been getting a lot of attention. They've been great. Um, have y'all been getting any national attention? No. We think that media attention is really important so we can have more eyes out there. And also, there could be people in the community that don't know that they have important information. So awareness is really important for this. I wonder if it's possible that somebody's home surveillance system caught something along that road and they just don't yeah. know that they have that. I told them to go up and down the road with cameras up and down. People got cameras on their house. It was a, it's like a nursing home or a boarding home or something across the street from my daughter's house. They had camera footage that was pointing right at her house. They didn't go get that. I am blown away by this. People had cameras all up and down the street. They didn't go with extra well, footage or nothing. It's just like they gave up on my daughter. Wow. I hope that Tabitha's oldest daughter knows how brave she is. I just can't imagine. Oh, yeah. She's a strong She's little really, girl. She's been really, really strong. She's been stronger than me. And a protector. She said when the men knocked at that door, she let that dog out. She said that dog stopped barking and they left. She's oh. really strong. That's a smart kid. Mm -hmm. I'm almost at a loss for words with this case. I'm really disappointed in what I'm hearing about law enforcement. They ain't been a piece of help to being in these kids. They really haven't. Those kiddos deserve at the minimum to feel safe. And they probably can't because at any point, police may not save them. That's right. Have any sketches been released of the offenders? I know the video no. footage hasn't been good. No, it no. hasn't. No sketches. But you know, the FBI can make it good, but they won't let them in. Well, I can say as a researcher of missing persons cases, one of the big issues that we have in this nation is that there's no standard mm -hmm. protocol. Okay. Every different police agency can sort of just do things however they want. And that's the most upsetting part for me is that the agencies don't have the knowledge and they don't, there's no system of sort of protection to ensure that a proper investigation is being done. And it sounds like big pieces were missed here. When we talk about doing missing persons cases right, it usually involves 
interviewing everyone in the community who might have a relationship with her, canvassing the area to get all the forensic evidence before it's lost quickly, bringing in dogs before foot teams, uploading all of her DNA records on our national databases, including NamUs, so that other people can be connected, especially in other states where there might be unidentified remains. It sounds like all of the major steps have sort of been ignored or not adequately investigated. The only thing that I can say is that I hope that in continued media attention will solicit tips. Mm -hmm. And also I hope that it puts some pressure on law enforcement. Our eyes are on this agency to step it up Mm -hmm. and do what it takes to solve this case. That's right. And I know something happened to her. Because my daughter was a fighter. She's not calling the night. She's not accessing any bank accounts or nothing. anything like that. Nothing. It just like she been wiped smooth off the earth. I sure hope y'all get some information soon. I'm going to follow up with Scarlett and make sure that we link you with some resources that we hope that can be a little bit helpful. I know that we have okay. some local organizations and some national organizations that can help you just sort of like make flyers, make the missing persons page on social media, or, or sort of start a grassroots campaign that can circumvent law enforcement and can really gain some exposure. So I hope oh. that we can play a part in that. Is there anything else that you wanted to say about the case that we can relate to the public? No, I, I just wish they would just go ahead and put a handle on this and do their job and just stop sitting down, ain't doing nothing, because this is serious. We know something happened to my daughter. Absolutely. And someone knows something. Thank you again. I'm just in awe of you and families like you that are really just taking this on themselves. I can't imagine the amount of work and how emotionally difficult that must be. I'm also going to shout out that Black and Missing has an anonymous tip line that you can write into if you have any information. And their number is... 1-877-972-2634. For anyone listening that might have information, please contact the authorities and you can also contact this anonymous black and missing tip line. Thank you, Mary. And please keep us updated if there's any searches or any ways people can donate to the case. Yes, if anyone could donate to them, you know, they lost a lot. They stole all their clothes and toys and stuff like that. I'm trying to get it back to what it was at first. We'll link to some resources so that we can share ways for people to help. I hope that our listeners or anybody else who's interested in this case knows that even if law enforcement in that community might not be doing all the things that we want them to do, there are many right. other people that actively want to solve this case. And your tips are valuable right. and they will be heard, especially with Black and Missing and those other organizations. They know how to handle these things. They've been down this road before. So don't be scared right. to share information. Mary, thank you so much. I want to say all kinds of things, but they sort of feel like they are going to fall short. Words fall short for stuff like this. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much.